Big game coming up this weekend. It is playoff week here on 104.5 The Zone. The voice of the Titans, Mike Keith, has been exceptionally busy this week, as you might imagine. Joins us now. Mike, what's up? How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Devon! We are doing well, man. It, it, I'm ready for this sixth playoff game at home in, in Titan franchise history. That's what I'm ready for. I am, too. I'm uh, I'm trying not to get too fired up yet. Well, my wife told me that I needed to calm down. I failed. It, you know, it's funny. When you start to think about the job that Mike Vrabel and, and J-Rob have done, and, and this is probably a conversation for, for down the road, maybe in the offseason, but when you start to think about how infrequently this franchise has has hosted playoff games, and now you had one last year, you have one this year, you have the number one seed, all of these things. Man, it's it's an exciting time for Titans fans to be all in on this organization. It really is. I mean, this is this is a special time for our fan base, and um, I, I've said it on the air. I mean, I, I want success in this postseason for our players and our coaches and our owner and our GM and our you know everybody who works in the organization who works so hard. But I really want it for the fan base because. The thing that I remember about 99 and the thing that has stood out since then are the great stories that people tell about their memories, about being with their dad or being with their mom or being with their brother or being with their best friend in high school or, you know, whatever. And it was, you know, it was such an influential moment in town, you know, and what it meant to people. And that that's the beauty of having a, a professional football team in your town is you get to sort of rally around these moments. It's very cool. And, okay, so corny, hokey, whatever you want to call it, but when I meet somebody and they tell me their Music City Miracle Game story, yeah. I still get chill bumps. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's been, what, 22 years? Dude, I, well, yeah, and, it, and it's funny because I think, uh, you know, we measure major points uh, in our lives based on, you know, this song mm-hmm. that was out at the time that whatever happened to you happened or that event that you were at, like the Music City Miracle. I- anybody in town that was in town at that time that is still in town now can tell you where they were and what they were doing when that moment happened. And that's that's part of the beauty of sports, right, Mike? And and here we are with another opportunity because if if this team goes out and handles business, Business, we will host an AFC championship game in this yeah. city for the first time. Mm-hmm. Be the first one the organization's ever hosted. I mean, think about that. <laughs> I mean, the organization had some real success in Houston, but guess who was around then in the AFC? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Guess who was around then in the AFC? Oakland. <laughs> you know, the Miami Dolphins. There were some really, really good AFC teams at the same time, and then Buffalo. Um, you know, all of those things happen. So, I mean, in the 60-plus year history of the franchise, we've got a chance to do something that we haven't done. And, and th- I mean, this ticket is impossible to get right now or, at the very least, very expensive to get right now. I think the atmosphere is going to be like something that has not been seen here in years. We have seen it. You know, we, we have seen it in the early days. It's been a long time. And so for the newbies in town or for people who are, you know, turning 20 or 22, they haven't experienced it. Mm -hmm. But those crowds in the first five years and all the way really to 2008, 
they could get crazy with anybody. And remember what they did in that Rams game in 99 where they made Fred Miller jump off sides like 18 times. And there, were, there was such a pride that that crowd could shake the place and could turn a game. We won our first 13 games at Nissan Stadium and should have won the 14th, to be honest. Um, and, and there was there was a, a feeling in that crowd that they could make the difference, and they did. And I think they're going to go into this game Saturday with the feeling they can make the difference. And, that's, and Mike, that's what I'm getting from the crowd. That's, people around the city, people that are Titans fans, like if you've been around sports long enough like you have, Man, it's always something that you – it's something in the air. You can look at a team and say, man, it's something special going on with them. Now, re- regardless of what happens, like, they, they have that special feeling around them. And you see it when you, you see it when they walk. You hear it when they talk. Like, when they go out there and perform on the field, it's just something different about this squad right here. There is. And if we can take care of business mm-hmm. – especially the next two weeks, you know, we've got a memory for a lifetime. Yeah. And we put this franchise at a different level. Uh, It's been a good year. When you win your division and you're the number one seed and you make the playoffs, that's a good year. The year is a success. Great. Mm -hmm. But we don't want a success. Mm -mm. We want great. We want legendary. We want elite. We want something beyond. And that's what the fan base wants. They they want this to go in the memory bank, not as a playoff season. We've had ten of those. Yeah, we want it to go beyond that, and that's what you know. That's what people are fired up about right now. Is we have that chance. The Titans have given themselves the best chance possible to get there. Now you got to do it, and that's the harder part. Mike Keith, voice of the Titans, with us on 3HL. All right. Uh, the head coach talked about last year's matchup uh, and, and said it makes him puke, basically. Um, it, and it's funny, like, when you go back and think about last year's matchup, there's so many different variables, uh, you know, year to year. And you see that, you know, every year in, in professional sports. So I don't know that you can you can take a whole lot from what happened last year and trans, you know, trans, transition that into, into this year. But what do you think about this matchup from, from a Cincinnati Bengal perspective, the Titans looking at their offense and those explosive receivers and a red hot quarterback who hasn't thrown an interception in 183 attempts. And what do you think about their defense as they are a little bit banged up on the defensive line? What they did last year to the Titans was the sort of prime example of what was wrong with that defense. Couldn't get off the field on third down. Gave up touchdowns in the red zone. Uh, Got no pressure. 10 of 15 on third downs. Four of five red zone possessions resulted in a touchdown. Sacked to Joe Burrow none times. Zero. Um, If that happens again, we're in a world of hurt. You know, if we don't get pressure on him – if we don't get them off the field on third down, I mean, we, we understand what the challenge is. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's advantageous to us that we have seen Burrow up close and seen what his game is. Now, we hadn't seen Jamar Chase. You know, we last year we didn't see Joe Mixon. Uh, Usama, the tight end, didn't play in that game. So there are more weapons. Uh, from a defensive standpoint, they – they are sort of rolling with their offense. Their offense is getting ahead. They're scoring points. 
you know, they're not being put in bad situations, and then they're able to feast on it. Lou Anarumo is a really good defensive coordinator, and they are not as star-studded defensively as they are on offense, but they have a bunch of capable pros who know what to do and are able to win situations. So for us, our defense has got to help our offense. That didn't happen last year. The Titans' offense had the ball eight times. Mm. They got the ball back for like 15 seconds at the end of the game. But think about that. Eight possessions. We rushed for 218 on 29 carries in that game, over seven yards a carry, and lost. Turned the ball over one time. Missed a 53-yard field goal. Punted three times. And lost the ball game. Playing okay on offense because the offense just didn't have that many chances. Because the defense couldn't get off the field. So it's got to be complimentary on Saturday. Right. I mean, that, you you hear all that talk, Brent, and you know you're like, oh, please stop that. But that's the way it has to be in order to beat these guys. Well, and if we talked all off season, if this defense could just be middle of the road, right, this team would be dramatically different. And you know what? They're better than that. They're one right. of the better defenses in in the league, and that, that's the biggest difference between last year and this year. So from a tight perspective, I really like this matchup. Actually, sure. I mean, it's a And and you're not going to be scared of whatever matchup you get in the championship game if you get there. This team has the ability to take care of it. Um, I was saying throughout the course of the year, I mean, this is a team that can beat anybody. And they have. But they've got to do their thing. If they do their thing, if they finish this deal, they're going to be very hard to beat no matter who the opponents are. Because what they do well travels you know they win the line of scrimmage and they they play physical at every level and on on defense i mean okay you gain 10 yards you're going to get popped down the field you know and then you've got to come back and do it again and do it again and do it again and eventually they're going to get you um that when they're doing what they do well this is a hard team to handle Derrick Henry met with the media today. The Tennessee Titans just tweeted out a story. They write, Derrick Henry is counting the days until he's back in uniform. And then they put this quote, quote, I am ready to go out there and play, end quote. I mean, my am I reading too much into the fact that you put Derrick Henry in front of the media and you don't do that unless he's going to play? Am I reading too much into that? Maybe. Uh, for this reason, that, that's kind of what I said, too. <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. the old, that's the old reporter and me talking yeah. as well. Um, but I think the the thing that separates that a little bit is they've not activated him. They don't have to. They don't have to activate him this week, or else he goes back on IR. That wouldn't happen until next week. Right. So there is a technical possibility that you could carry it if he had a setback. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the part of it that you're just. You know, you're, you're, you're keeping your fingers crossed. Whatever you do in a superstitious way, you're, you're keeping Derrick Henry in mind of, hey, keep practicing well, keep doing well, don't wake up sore tomorrow, yeah. don't slip in the shower, all of these sorts of things. Do I think it's tracking that way? Yeah, I mean, that's what it feels like. Yeah. Did he sound like it's tracking, like he's going to play Saturday? Yes. Am I trying to play slippery here? No, I'm not. I mean, I, I think we, I think we get what's moving forward. But 
the thing to remember is until they take the next step and and sort of you've got to wait for the next 48 hours because the fact that he was back at practice today and was practicing, that was great news. When we see him back out there again tomorrow, that will be even better news. The only the but, only the only setback I saw was uh, Tuzar Skipper in Jim White's video when Derrick Henry popped him. Yeah, it looked like that hurt. <laughs> right. Somebody watching asked me. They said, "Would you get out there and do that?" I'm like, "No, yeah. no chance with Slice pads it. or without pads or." There is absolutely no chance I would do that. Slay said today, watching some videos, he's like, man, this man looks like he's trying to get 8,000 reps in each rep. Like, he's yeah. <laughs> he's out there with a purpose. It, man. You missed it. Yeah, he is. And, I, I mean, listen, I think he would have played at Houston if he had yeah. been given the choice. <laughs> right. I mean, that's who he right. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's why player. he's back. Yeah. He's Because a lot of dudes would have just said, you know what, I, I – I'm still going to get my check. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I'll be back next year. And mm-hmm. nobody would have thought any less of him, right? right? I mean, because that, but that's not who this guy is. Mm-hmm. That's not who he is as a person. That's not who he is as a player. Players want to play Ron Slay. You know it. So without question. No, Slay wanted to play last night, Mike. Yeah. Well, but, that's that. a, but that's the whole thing. Is mm-hmm. People like that. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan wanted to play. Yeah. Yep. You know, Derek Jeter wanted to play. Mm-hmm. They they just they don't care. They want to play because that's who they are. Exactly, and that's who this guy is. Steve McNair wanted to play. Oh yeah. Eddie George wanted to play. Yeah. And those are the kind of guys when we've been special, they've made us special because that carries over. We got a lot of guys like that right mm-hmm. now, which is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, uh, Pep Rally coming up, uh, 6th and Peabody on Friday at Yeehaw Brewing, Old Smoky. Um, Titans cheerleaders, Titans T-Rag, Titans uh, alumni, you, chance to win tickets to the game on Saturday. It's going to be a fun night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And the fans are invited. You know, that's a great location. Yep. Uh, wonderful food and drink there. A yep. uh, lot of fun. Uh, we're all going to get together and, and – uh, Maybe blow off a little steam from Friday because I get a sense a lot of us on Friday are going to have some issues. I am. So uh, I'm looking forward to being there and talking a little ball and, you know, getting ready to go and, and just getting the the feel of uh, the fan base and, and getting to be out amongst people as we get ready for another home game. There you go, Mike Keith on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Thanks to Farm Bureau Health Plans. Thank you, Mike. Uh, We'll see you coming up. It's going to be a fun rest of the week, bro. Gentlemen, thanks for having me.